This is Black Girls in Bloom podcast. This is a safe space for us to express our unbiased thoughts, experiences, and understandings of our journey. Our hope is that at the very least you're entertained. We really want this space to bring you comfort, allow you to relate, and bloom with us. So settle in and let's get started, babe. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls in Bloom podcast. We're your hosts, Chris and China. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. <laughs> What's up, girl? Nothing. You know, a little under the weather, but I'm good. What's up with you? Um, I'm under the weather, too, but not like in a, in a, um, like, flu cold kind of situation I don't know something really weird is happening right now with my health um but I have some appointments and things coming up to try to pinpoint what's going on um, that was my next question like when are you going to the doctor <laughs> <laughs> yep, I have a, an appointment a follow-up appointment scheduled for Friday this upcoming Friday and then um, I have to make another appointment for something else yeah, because baby just, I'm, I'm I'm not feeling like myself. No, trust me, I get it. I've been going back and forth to the doctor since November trying to figure out, like, what's going on with me. So I get it. Um, and I don't know if I expressed on here, but I did find out, like, I was pre-diabetic. Did I tell you that? Uh-huh. Uh, we talked about that in our, our New Year's Eve episode. Got you. Sorry, my my mind is not here tonight. But yeah, so I hope that you figure it out so you know what to do and, you know, how to move going forward. It's scary when you don't know why your body is doing certain things. So I will keep you in my positive thoughts. Thank you so much, babe. I really appreciate you. Speaking of that, how um how has like working out and eating cleaner, how has that whole journey been going? Um, so far it's been going, it's been going good. I am probably in my sixth or seventh consecutive week working out right now. So it's going good. I've been getting up regardless and just going for it. Like, like I said, I'm under the weather right now, but I still went to the gym two days this week so far. So it's going good. Eating clean has been, like, the biggest struggle, but I'm trying to do my best to live by, like, an 80-20 type thing. So I'll try to juice more or, like, do smoothies more or, like, swap out my carbs for, like, leafy greens. So, like, we had tacos tonight, but I ate mine on the lettuce. So just things like that. Making those small changes and turning them into habits. it's been going (laughs) (laughs) it's been going good it's not it's not like the working out part like you said it's the eating that is really really getting to me um i do the whole meal prep thing and then after four days i'm just like "Mm, i don't want this anymore um 
I'm just trying to find a balance on what like what to buy as far as like foods right and not buying so much of it because I'll go to the grocery store and I think and I'll have like a list and everything but I think I just overbuy and then a lot of the food ends up going you know like it ends up going bad so just trying to find a healthy balance on on that but it, it's going um, I'm proud of myself for the things that I have been doing gotcha have you still been um using the meal kit service not this week no and only reason is because with me and my sister being under under the same roof um her her dietary restrictions and things are different from my like fitness goals if that makes sense mm-hmm. so yeah it, it's just it, it it's a bit too confusing with us trying to do that so uh yeah this week I didn't participate in that but I may participate in the next week we'll see how that goes Got you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got you. Makes sense. I think oh. We- oh, go ahead. <laughs> this is like <laughs> off, off topic, but I know this is going to sound bad. Don't care. I've been in Houston since August of 2021, right? Mm-hmm. I still haven't registered my car. Um, My car is still very much registered to the state of Illinois. So I just made an appointment yesterday to go get that um, like updated next week. And why the lady tell me over the phone, it's going to be an additional $25 per month. If you're, um, if like your registration is expired, because my register, I'm riding dirty y'all. I can admit it. <laughs> my registration is, is expired. I say, so I got to pay y'all $25 per month. She's like, yeah, I said, mm, something about that shit don't sound right. So I got her off the phone quick. And then I called another like um, DMV or whatever. And they were like, oh yeah, no, that, that's not right. So whew. Thank what you. kind of scam is the DMV running? <laughs> what? She was trying to get me. I said, no, I won't be coming then. I'll be riding dirty some more. She was um, to at that. <laughs> but I finally, finally booked my appointment and I'm excited. I'm officially be like a, a Texas resident. Yeah, that was like the final thing for you. Yep. It's, it's, it's going to be official once I get a driver's license and an ID. It's over with. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we ended up getting our ID like, I think like October or November after we got here because we, we were trying to get a new car. <laughs> so we didn't have to register the car that we had because we heard it was expensive. It is. So we opted in for the new car. We went to the freaking DMV and we were in and out in less than freaking 20 minutes, which is beautiful coming from California because you got to take off work to go to the DMV in California. California. The lines be hella long and then it just takes forever. You don't fill out the paperwork correctly, send your ass back, then you got to get back in the inside lines and it's a whole thing. They're rude and everything. And 20 minutes was a breath of fresh air. We were like, are you sure it's the DMV? Where's the line? <laughs> Is this right? Y'all gave yeah. us the right paperwork. You sure you know. I did it right the first time? Like, <laughs> I don't understand why the DMV people be so fucking rude. It be like, babe, I know the amount of money you're making. Why aren't you happy? Smile. Do something. Well, shit, in California, the amount of money they're making is not enough to survive on. So I... <laughs> 
Not in California. <laughs> they need to work three fucking DMV jobs. Uh, everything. They need to freaking work at the DMV, bottle service, and water company, factor, <laughs> braid hair, babysit all at the same time. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. I got to take my break. I got to go check on these kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Let me shut up. Maybe that's why they be mad. Fuck it. I get it. Well, well, even the people in like Chicago be mad too, and I know they making bread to survive in Chicago. So it's just like, what the hell wrong with you? You better smile some. But I'm not even gonna say that because I'm praying that I get a nice person when I go. I'm trying to have all of my paperwork filled out and all of my documentation on the membership because look, I don't want to have to come back. <laughs> I feel that. But yeah. Outside of that, nothing hectic or crazy is really going on. Um, you know, just going with the going with the flow. Yeah, same here. I mean, there's a lot of like transitioning happening. Like, I <clears throat> went to my second mandatory parent meeting for my oldest, who's about to enter high school. So that's been pretty interesting. You know? Yeah. Sheesh, how did it? How does it feel to? almost have like a freshman you know what I don't even know I'm hard to process but they thought I was the student so that <laughs> felt good that baby don't play okay paperwork I'm like oh no I'm the mom <laughs> <laughs> that felt good but <laughs> little ego boost or whatever <laughs> but uh no, I mean, it's definitely interesting. It's hard to believe, you know. I've been in her life nine years this year, and so I've watched her, you know, go from kindergarten wow. to here. So I pretty much feel like I've been in her life, you know, from day one. But <clears throat> it's been interesting to to go through the transitions with her. And, you know, I feel like these four years are going to fly by, and the next thing I know, we're going to be at graduation. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. So yesterday was orientation, and then today was a cheer meeting. And uh, them cheer prices, is, they got it. They, that shit is expensive. And I know it was probably around the same when I was <clears throat> cheering in high school. My mama did that for me. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to call her right now, so I just want to say thank you. <laughs> he did that for me. <laughs> Appreciate you because this shit is crazy. Talk about the first deposit is zero. Fucking school ain't even started. <laughs> Y'all want five hundred dollars right now? <laughs> okay, shit, they better be cheering for football play, real NFL football players, real basketball players. Mind you, here's the craziest thing about cheer out here: that basketball and football and competition are separate. So, if she wanted to do both, like chair for basketball and football slash comp, it would be two additional fees. And girl, they both almost touching two thousand dollars if she get on varsity. So it would be a total of four thousand dollars for her to do both. I said, "Oh, I said you gonna have to pick and choose, baby. We ain't doing both, and you better give it all you got." <laughs> oh yeah, I said 
it's crunch time. Them grades, and they serious about academics. You know, they'll bench you in a second if your grades aren't, you know, correct. Yeah. I'm not paying all this money for you to sit on the bench and cheer your cheerleaders on. Because <laughs> yeah, I can take you to the game and you can step off to the side, like some bring it on type shit. Right. Like you just stand in the bleachers, and when they down there cheering, you do your cheer and y'all together. <laughs> what? No, ma'am, no, sir. <laughs> These grades better be graded, okay? <laughs> Everything better be math, and the math grade better be <laughs> where it needs to be, because, baby. Sheesh. Now I'm definitely going to um, send some positive vibes your way, especially uh, regarding finances, because, baby. But you know what, though? This is good, because this also gives y'all, like, a clear understanding of different things that you may have to pay for in the future um since you have three more coming in a while but yeah yeah it's 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 good it's good to know and that you know god willing i my plan on testing bailey in the school early so i'm hoping you know the girls be back to back in school instead of like two years apart yeah, we'll see. Oh, and speaking of God, ah, I like that. Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, do you want to introduce tonight's topic? You got it. Okay. So, <laughs> I said no, bitch. You said it. Um, <laughs> tonight we're going to be discussing: Can you believe in God? and not religion. If you're asking me, um, I believe absolutely 100%. You? Uh, I know. I do too. I do too. Um, Truthfully, like growing up, we weren't, we never went to church. Ever. We only went to church. Only time we went to church was for a funeral. If it's like the funeral was being held at a church. But as far as like getting up on Sundays and, and all of that, yeah, no, we, we never did that. We were not members of a, a church. Yeah, that wasn't our, let me not say our thing, but that just wasn't a part of our household. Did y'all go to church growing up? Yeah, we were, I mean, there was, I feel like there was like small periods of time where we didn't go to church, but when I say that I mainly grew up in the church, yeah, like, I remember, like, being an active member of church, like, on the usher board, singing in the choir, <clears throat> you know, things like that, going to Bible study, not only going to church on Sundays, but also for Bible studies, church retreats, <clears throat> excuse me, going to other people's church service because our pastor was preaching there, like, all kind of wild stuff. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so I definitely would say I was raised in the church <coughs> Jesus and like how did that make you feel in a sense um <coughs> excuse me I um I loved it at the time because it gave me like 
a sense of community. Like I had my church friends, you know, that I became really close to and we hung out outside of church and did ungodly things, but <laughs> But I was able to have like a secondary group of friends and I liked that. Um, also, um, as I became like a young adult, like teenage years, we started going to this this new church and the church was so easy to comprehend <coughs> and understand. And that was like something I always like didn't understand. Like, why well, I don't understand these words as a child, like, why well, can't, I don't understand what you're saying, like, Taoist, Goist, all that shit, I didn't, I didn't get, so, like, when we got to this church, when I became, like, a teenager, young adult, I was really active and interested in learning more, I was excited to go to Bible study, when I started driving, you know, if my mom didn't feel like going, I would go on my own, there was plenty of times where I went to church by myself, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and, one it was great because I was understanding what I was learning and then it was also great because I had that sense of community I love although I don't subscribe to any religion this was a non-denominational church so technically they don't subscribe to religion any religions either but it it to me it mirrored like Baptist kind of but not as like strict as Baptist if that makes sense and um I, I, you know, even after I stepped away from the church, I still went to this, this, uh, he's an apostle. He married me. You know what I mean? I still keep in touch with him here and there. And, you know, if I was in the city on a Sunday, I would probably go attend church just to see them. You know what I mean? Just to Mm -hmm. um, commune with them, but not necessarily to subscribe to what they're saying per se, I guess. I don't know. But this church also really opened my eyes a lot about like relationship versus religion and, you know, kind of steered me where I am now. But um, it's still not what they typically teach. Like, you know, if it was up to them, I would be signing on to their services every Sunday and all that kind of crap. And I think you made a good point, right? Because you said you were, while you were growing up, you enjoyed the community aspect of it. And truthfully, I think that's why a lot of people go. Because, you know, you can meet different people, you can talk to different people. And it's, it's nice to be around people that have the same beliefs as you. Mm-hmm. Um, but once I got, let me see. Okay, because although we didn't go to church, right, we still had, like, Bibles around the house, and we still talked about God and Jesus and all of that good jazz. It truly wasn't until I got, I would say, older, not older, um, like, early 20s, where I really started to dissect different things on my own, and... I don't know, like, uh, because growing up, like, a lot of the church people that I met, I didn't like them. I know that sounds horrible, but I just <laughs> no, didn't like them. <laughs> they, they were just so fucking judgmental, and with Fake. the people that I've met, <laughs> let me say that, because people love to tussle <laughs> with the people, some of the people that I've met in my life, when they, like, they subscribe to a certain religion, it's like they don't do things because 
they fear that they won't get into this heaven. They won't get into heaven. And it's so weird to me. It'll be like, oh, well, I'm not doing that because I want to go to heaven. So you don't, the only reason why you're not being a, a quote unquote like bad person or, you know, like doing something that you truly want to do is because you, you're, you want to go to like a, a special place when you transition. You get what I'm saying? Like if you, mm-hmm. if you really wanted to, I, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. It's weird. If you really <laughs> genuinely just wanted to be a good person, it wouldn't matter. Like right. what the outcome is at once you're past or not yeah. no longer in your physical body. I get you. It's just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I don't know. I just, I don't. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people find hope in like religion and it gives them something to cling on to, you know, like when they're going through something, think bad things are happening, whatever the case may be, like it gives them something to look forward to. But just me personally, I feel like if five generations of y'all same people in your family have been praying and going to this same church and Jesus was going to work it out and X, Y, and Z, and that situation still hasn't gotten fixed, I think maybe y'all need to try another way. Yeah. <clears throat> and Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just going to say, people look at you crazy when they they judge you when you don't subscribe to like a certain religion. And it's like a... They, some people are just judgy. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah, and it's sad to say that I feel like majority of the church people that I've come across, like before I started attending this, the church that I'm that I spoke about, you know, were judgy, were hypocritical, were you know, um, telling me you know you shouldn't do X, Y, and Z, but then you know you catch them doing A, B, and X, Y, and Z on their own, you know, and it's just like. Well, dang, you just condemn me over here, but it's okay for you to do it. It's like, you're a hypocrite. And like, if you're not like, okay, so if you're not what I, what like um, certain people would say is like, if you're not strong in your faith, then, you know, people can run you out of a church or run you out of church, like period. Like, why well, am I going to go to church when all these people are saying one thing and doing another, or all these people are judging me for, you know, doing this when you know they're not perfect or they have other things quote unquote that they shouldn't be doing based on you know the religious beliefs but the fact of the matter is and what I was learning at the church that I was at um is that the bible is not based on the rules it's just people groups of people come together and they interpret the Bible the same way and then they impose these rules and then they get a name Baptist, Pentecostal all these type of things everybody's reading from the same book for the most part and then they decide like oh this means you shouldn't do X, Y, and Z so therefore you agree with that? okay I agree with that, you agree with that? okay the four, the five of us are going to come together and we're going to deem us Baptist because we all believe that the Bible is saying X, Y, and Z when really the Bible is just, you know, giving you a premise on how to have a relationship or how to, you know, mm-hmm. 
have faith or you know of outline of how you should handle certain things and things like that and the the fact of the matter is the one thing the the biggest takeaway that I took from the last church that I was was a member of is that it's better to focus on your relationship with God, the creator, the universe, however you identify with it versus following religion and the rules that come along with religion. And I feel like that's why you can definitely believe in God without being religious. Like religious is the non-factor. It's all about the relationship that you create and that you foster and that you nurture with God or however you identify with the higher power. Um, But I do want to touch on a point that kind of put me in a position where for a while I didn't know if I believed in quote unquote God or this God. Um, So we were, it was like after church and I was having a conversation with the first lady of the church and we were um, just talking about a bunch of things and something I believe was said in the sermon basically was to the effect that once we all transition and like we're, in quote-unquote heaven that um there would be no such thing as like familiar souls right mm-hmm. so I need a clarity on that so I'm like you telling me that once I cross over that I'm not going to recognize my dad and he's not going to recognize me because I can't get with that <laughs> I was like why would God the creator source whatever put us with these people you know what I mean have us foster this emotion called love and have these attachments with people that when we pass and we're all in the same quote unquote space again, that we're not going to have any type of recognition or memory of these people. I was like, I can't get with that. There's no way that this God who's a loving God will put us through that. I feel like it was trauma. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm that's a necessary trauma like if you if that's the case we don't we need to come in this world (laughs) out of an egg like literal egg that hatches on its own there's no parents around there's nothing and we just need to figure out on our own if that's the case like that was my mindset so from that point on I questioned everything like this couldn't be right like you can tell me this god is a god of love and all this kind of stuff and he wants you to love your neighbor like you know everybody's family and this and this and agape love and all that kind of stuff if when we pass on and our souls have transitioned that i'm not going to recognize these souls that i was put here and put placed strategically with like that don't make no kind of sense to me and from that moment on things had changed for me and then i had to seek and find what resonated with me as far as spirituality and higher power and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so, it's so unfortunate that so many people, especially, especially people of color, more specifically black Americans, we've been so conditioned to rely so heavily on religion mm-hmm. that we feel like when our person our family members have or friends have, more specifically like family members have transitioned it's like that's it they just dead and gone and 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 that it's over you know like i'll never see them again 
And my thought process always is, let's just say this is someone that 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 you've met in 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 the physical form, right? Like your dad, my mom, whomever, your grandmother. This is someone that you've met in the physical form, and and y'all relationship is something that is really near and dear to your heart. Like you know, they love you, love like you know all of that. You mean to tell me that because they are no longer physically present, you think that they don't have your back or that they're not guiding you and in, in sending you signs and messages and looking out for you and you think you'll like never see them again? And then when it, it, I don't know, like it, it's such a, uh, what Tommy Pickle say on regrets? This is a sticky yuppie. It's such, <laughs> it's such a sticky yuppie because when people hear you speak in terms of like, you know, like you say, like God or the most high or higher power, higher being in the universe. And then to add to that, your ancestors, they look at you like you crazy, but you're the same person. Like you pray, you pray to Jesus. You mm-hmm. say Jesus saved your life. You say Jesus provides, Jesus does X, Y, and Z. So why can't I say the woman who gave me birth is helping me? Right. And it's just like, that's the other thing. Like, you're willing to believe in something that you've never seen, yep. something that you can't necessarily strategically or um, intellect. Oh, I can't even talk. That you can't track. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you just have faith. You want to tell me, just have faith. And another thing, let me backtrack real quick about church people. They get real uncomfortable when you start to ask questions that they can't answer. Oh yeah. Oh, it's like, well, why would God do this? Well, you can't, te- you can't, you can't test God. You can't ask God. But why not? Like, you know what I mean? If God is about love, then He should understand that. I lovingly need to have an understanding of what's going on. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm questioning His authority, but that's how they take it, or the authority of God but it's just like I got questions and if if it don't match up to me logically I need to do my research and I need to be okay with being able to put one and one together to make two like I can't just say well you gotta have faith you know and then they tell you well faith without works is dead and it's just like well damn am I believing or am I believing and working and like you know what I mean like lay it out lay it the fuck out so I can understand what I need to do and how I need to do it so it can get done and you know it's like I feel like one thing that lacked in church when I was younger like this sermon is about this but then we never take the time to connect the dots to this sermon and how we got here about this like about Paul or about Peter like we're only reading this one excerpt out of this one scripture and then you're going to give me an hour worth of your interpretation of it and then if I want to know more there's no like you know we never double back on this we never bring this up again (laughs) you know I just gotta go look it up and read the whole story and then try to figure out how to interpret these wildly put words in my own way and as a child that's not something that you know 
we're able to do like not that we're able not able capable but it's not something that we need to think like dang we just talked about peter too let me go read about peter and see what's good like you know what i mean you don't get that kind of like understanding until you get older and it's sad to say that a lot of people's relationship with god or the creator or whatever it gets ruined because of not having that cognitive um, awareness to actually do the research you know what i mean mm-hmm they go to church, they get the word, they interpret the word, They have, however they do it. You have, you know, the pretty people sitting on the pews on Sunday, but then if you run into them on a Wednesday, they cussing and smoking and, you know, doing all the wild shit. And it's just like, well, damn, how am I supposed to follow what you're saying if you're telling me not to cuss and all this kind of stuff, which I feel like is just rules you know what I mean I don't feel like they're necessarily me cussing is going to prevent me from getting to this magical place called heaven or whatever the case may or whatever is there beyond transition you know I just feel like it's a lot of like unnecessary rules to kind of like put you in a box and to keep, keep you aligned yeah and to keep you reliant on something that may or may not be what they're saying it is you know no, it keeps you. It keep. I don't care what nobody say. It keeps you in line. And one thing that that really irritates me is when people make it seem like, let's say you're doing something right, and it's classified as a sin. You shouldn't be doing that. That's a sin. When people try to condemn you, and your sin seems greater than their sin. Who the fuck told you that? Because the last I checked, all sins are in the same level. And me drinking or, or smoking or whatever the case may be, and you telling a lie or, hmm, I can't think of another Tasting a grape out the store. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, who's to say that, that that's not on the same level? You know, like, you're not, who who the hell are you? It's, oh, I don't know. This shit just irritates me. Um, I just try to stay away from a lot of different people. And it's crazy because I was having a conversation with a family member about another family member and, and um, the other family member is like sick. Their health is failing them right now. And this family member said, look at God. Won't God do it? Uh-uh. I said, well, damn. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, 100%. And I, I, I couldn't even, I said, yeah, no, I'm not going to say that. that, that that's fucked up. And I said, one thing that I definitely don't agree with is saying, first of all, look at God. Number two, you don't know why a person is where where they are currently in life. You get what I'm saying? Like, so you think that everybody that has gotten sick or some kind of health issues, it's because they've done something, quotations, fucked up. If that's the case, why we do you all, go through shit? Yeah, we all about <laughs> to be going through shit because... No matter how good of a person you are, there's always something that you did unintentionally that's fucked up. Yeah, 100%. It's just life. Yeah. There's no such like, thing as perfect. So you're saying like your, your grandmother that may have been diagnosed with cancer or whatever, like, look at God. And then if somebody would have said that, like, oh, look at God. You'd be you going to turn around me. and say, what the fuck that's supposed to mean? You just said, look at God. So, what, what what's the word here, sis? 
<clears throat> I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I don't know what God you're praying to and what, what, like you said, what higher power you're speaking with, but that's not something that I'm a part of. Yeah. I'm just not. Um, You take that shit and take it somewhere else. And speaking of religion, right? And like God, that's why I really love, I know I keep going like to my ancestors and stuff, but that's why I really love the movie Coco. Yeah, you've been on Coco for a minute. I ain't gonna hold you. You, you did put us on. <laughs> like, I freaking love that movie. And that's one thing about Disney that because every other every other group of people is allowed to have ancestors and to pay homage to the people that have came before them except for black people on tv every time we're praising someone it's always jesus we're never praising our deceased grandmothers grandfathers aunts uncles none of that but it's like in coco they have a whole altar like a whole day where they just pay homage and bring out food and tell stories and then here we come on the movies Jesus said, love thy neighbor. Fuck thy neighbor. I, I don't have to love that person. <laughs> I don't know even know that nigga. No. I don't like that's what pisses me off because it's like so if someone has wronged me, I'm supposed to just turn the other cheek and look the other way and it's okay. I'm not saying you have to hate that person. No, baby, you, you gotta work through your shit so that way you know, it won't consume you, but fuck dude. I don't have to forgive them or well, I don't have to forgive them for them and still talk to them and allow them in my space. No, I can forgive them for me and move on. It's just so many, like you said, it's so many different questions. And then when you start to ask questions, especially as a child, older people do get upset. And it's like, damn, you've been sitting in this church for 50 years. Like, you can't, you, you can't answer a question for me? They no, can't. seriously. <laughs> they can't answer it because quite frankly, and this is a a very sensitive topic, they're sheep. They're being led by a shepherd and they're sheep. And whatever sheep, whatever the shepherd tells the sheep to do, they do. They don't question. They don't get out of line. And if they do get out of line, then the dog comes and gets them back in line. You know what I mean? So it's like, how are you going to be able to answer my questions when you never question it? And the, the fucked up part is, as the generations progress, we don't just let shit fly. You can't just tell me no shit and I'm just supposed to go with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. Unless you start running. I'm going to run too, but <laughs> that's the only thing I'm going to go with without question is if we run it. Because obviously it. we need to get the fuck <laughs> <It's out. laughs> No. Our generation is really unpacking stuff and asking those questions and just figuring out what's, what works for them. You know? And that's what I love so much because, like you said, just because you were, and then just because you were raised in a certain, like, religious household or, and just because you were taught to believe something, that doesn't mean that you can't step away from that and figure out what, what, what God and, like, what that looks and feels like to you. Because, like you said, I don't have to step foot inside of a church next to 300 other people with the mega tron and all of that shit i don't have to do that to have a relationship with someone who i call god or the most high i just i don't have to do that yeah. and when i really sat back and, and and truly understood that i stopped feeling bad for not going to church like bitch, i don't have to go there because yeah you may be sitting here but like you said what is your true relationship like yeah and one thing my mom you know 
taught me too is like going to church is just communing with fellow people with like like-minded people you can do all the things that you quote-unquote do to have a relationship with God in the comfort of your home and you know I truly believe God is <clears throat> within you you know what I mean and yep. the Bible tells you that too um can't remember what Bible verse or whatever it is, but it says God is within her and she she can't she will not fall. So God is within me. I don't have to be in a freaking building outside of the comfort of my home to have a relationship with what's already within me. So yep. now that's that's just on period. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always gotta make a joke out of something. <laughs> that's on period, poo. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, it's a new it's a new generation, and I I would love to see um where this topic is by the time my children have children because just knowing how inquisitive and how you know how much we're unpacking. And then trying to be better for our kids and hope and hopefully hopefully in turn they'll be better for their kids and they'll be able to explain and encourage their kids to do the work and do the research and figure the things out that we were struggling to. They'll be able to guide them better because, you know, we've done the work um, just to see what their beliefs are, where where their visions are, like, you know, in 60, 70, 80 years from now, you know, would be. Yeah amazing so <sighs> hopefully I'm watching from the sky oh. <laughs> or whatever well, I, I hope that you're <laughs> standing right next to them in 60 years but well, not 80 though I, I don't want to oh. be here that long <laughs> you don't? Man. no because after a certain after a certain age your body just is not your body anymore I, I, I believe that you can do your best to maintain and do all that kind of stuff, but eventually this motherfucker gonna get tired. <laughs> and you know, I want to be around to see my great grandkids. And you know, depending on how soon my kids, their kids start having kids, great great grandkids. But I'm not trying to be around to like 130. I don't want to do all that. <laughs> that that's what I want to do. I ain't gonna be there. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying to. No, let me not say that. I'm finna say I'm trying to come up out of here at like 90. Let me not say none of that shit. I don't know. <laughs> But <laughs> I go when I go, but <laughs> I don't want to be like, and then too, I don't want to be a burden on my children, you know. Ooh, I let's hardly... say that for another episode. Well, after you say this, we definitely yeah. we're going to touch on that in the, in another episode. Yeah, I wholeheartedly feel like my children are going to take care of me when it's that time. They might you know, hire somebody to help them, but I feel like they're going to be my main caregivers, and I don't want to burden them for too long. Like, I want... My goal is to have the best relationship with my kids, have them live their own lives, you know, communicate, be a part of those lives and be included where where they want me included, and hopefully it's a lot, but, you know, if they decide to get up and move to Europe, you know, there's all kind of technology to keep us connected and I'm not going to, you know, fill away or, <clears throat> or, you know, try to convince them otherwise when, you know, their life is going to be completely different than the life that I lived. 
So, mm-hmm. damn. And on that note, that was a good one. Damn, yeah, we definitely gotta have a, a, a um, episode about that one. Um, Add it to the list, girl. <laughs> the list getting long, shit. No, I'm love. like one, two, three. I don't know. <laughs> um, so. I think we can move over into our since we're being honest segment part of the show. So, um, you want me to go first? <clears throat> Actually, I can go first this time. Okay. I think you went first the last couple of times. Um, since we're being honest, I... Something happened today between my bonus baby and her mom. And not immediately after, but then maybe like an hour or so after I was on TikTok and I saw this TikTok that basically was a woman kind of giving the light version of how her bonus son's mom and her relationship was and how they went on a battle for like almost a decade before they became friends and decided to unite and to, to be better. And I took that as a sign to reach out to her mom and it went really well we ended up on the phone for 40 minutes and you know we've made plans to get the four of them together to start reconciling their differences her and Greg and all this kind of stuff so you know since we're being honest I took a situation I allowed the the universe to speak to me and I took action which puts me in a position because a part of me had accepted that maybe this would never be mm-hmm. but there was also my um accountability piece was which was lack of initiative don't get me wrong I had initiative in the past and I did my best to you know um, prevent some of the things that happened you know but it didn't go so well so it put me in a position where like I'm like it is what it is you know mm-hmm. <laughs> it is what it is but then I had to realize like you know we're raising young women and we're better united than we are you know separated so and that's what I led with you know I was like I'm opening the lines of communication between us you know, a lot of times I remain silent and out the way and let you, everybody hash everything out on their own. But obviously that's not working the best at this stage in everybody's life. So I'm opening the last communication so we can all be on the same page so the children can see us all on the same page and maybe it'll start to turn things around. So this is day one. I'll update y'all at the end of the year. <laughs> But I'm being positive about it and I'm definitely letting the universe speak to me and listen to my intuition and act on things um, sooner than later when I'm hearing my intuition speak. And it was very soft and subtle and that's how I knew it was my intuition because it wasn't loud and boisterous and obnoxious. So since we're being honest, there you have it. Well, I, let me just say I'm I'm really proud of you, oh, and I'm proud of I'm proud of her as well. I am. I'm I'm really pleased with how the conversation went, and I'm I'm really hopeful as well. And I'm happy for um 
I'm happy for Greg too in this situation. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy uh, for the little booger too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm happy for you. I'm 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 excited to see where this goes and yeah, just this is grown woman shit. Oh this man, is, isn't it? This is like yeah. I think I done like leveled up now. Yeah. I don't know what level I'm on, but I'm up there. I'm up there. I'm on a new <laughs> level. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh. Let's see. Uh, since we're being honest, um, my sister has been having on some some post chemotherapy and radiation uh, complications. Mm-hmm. Um, just you know, different things <clears throat> they don't truly tell you about in the doctor. Um. Well, at the doctor and all, all of the, all of that good jazz. And um, last week she was having a moment, and just me being me, I'm like, you know, it's, it's gonna be okay, girl. And X, Y, and Z. And she was just like, you know, it's, it's easier said than done. And I was highly offended. I'm not gonna lie to you, <laughs> highly offended. But then it, it took, it took, took me a couple of days to just know and understand that she's in a, a completely different space. Um. When your mortality in life and everything is 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 on the line, it's a different headspace that you're coming from. Mm-hmm. So I just realized that 2022, I held a lot of, and I still do now, but more specifically, like 2022, I held a lot of space for my sister and her her health and just being there as much as I could for her and my nephew. And I realized this. I just realized that, like, I wasn't there for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I still haven't truly unpacked a lot of different things, and I'm, I'm just, I'm not really comfortable with being vulnerable and just talking about my fears as far as, like, you know, one of us do, one of us is going to have to check out of here one day. And um, the, the reality is it's going to happen when it happens, but, you know, she's just been saying different things as far as, like, is you know, if I go before my baby turns 18, just make sure, you know, you, 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 I know you gonna step, but just please do me that solid. And it just made me so uncomfortable. And I've just realized, like, I need to, I need to find me a safe space mm-hmm. to talk about these things um, without feeling selfish. Because although I'm not the person that's going through like the health things that's happening, it's still a really heavy, it's still a really heavy load. And mm-hmm. right now I'm in a really weird space since we're being honest. <laughs> and I'm just trying to unpack and, and, and figure out what this what this looks and feels like. Um so yeah. Since we're being honest, right now I'm in a weird space and in the midst of that very weird and uncomfortable space, I'm trying to hold space for myself and give myself grace. And that's that's definitely the best thing that you can do. I think it also might be time to um, invest in a therapist because it's a lot. You know, I'm I was emotional hearing you talk about it, and I feel like um, it's scary. It's scary for both of you guys, you know, and it just you do need that safe space where you can talk and you know. And be selfish and you know 
about your feelings and all that kind of stuff so you can still show up for your sister because she needs you you know and your nephew needs you but you also need to take care of yourself so you don't diminish while you're helping her um and that's why you know finding a therapist the right therapist that's going to let you vent and have your big feelings and you know have your feelings selfishly so you can still genuinely show up for your sister without resentment without uncomfortability and all that things because it's it's easy for somebody on the outside looking in to tell you like you know you're being selfish you know she's dealing with her life is in the balance and she's scared because she has a child and you know just without having a child that shit is scary but it's also very hard on somebody who's you know helping somebody on a day on a daily basis you know showing up for people that you know you're truly not even responsible for you know at the end of the day and you know you're doing it because you love her but then you know pain like physical body pain and um fear can make people mean it can it turns people angry a lot of times when you know spouses one spouse gets fatally ill like people once they get better they get divorced because they were so mean to the spouse or the person that was taking care of them to the point where, you know, they, once they helped you out of this stage, they don't want to be there no more. They don't want to be the punching bag no more. So it's understandable, but you need to pour into yourself too. So my hope is that you find a good therapist. Well, thank you, babe. I'm not going to get emotional. I want to say is people, You don't understand how strong you are until you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and becoming my sister's caregiver, that brought the side of me that I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. Like, a bitch is built forward tough. <laughs> but after a while, you just want to take the cape off. And yeah. you just want to be. <laughs> you just want to be. And that's the that's the space that I'm in right now. Um, yeah, so okay, this is a lot, so I'm just gonna go ahead and move on. Um, so what will you do in the upcoming week to bloom? Um That's a good question. I'm always not prepared for this question. I don't know. I might not, I'm not going to do it this week, but I'm going to do it the following week. I'm going to go get me a motherfucking bag here. I'm over here about to start fires with these this, these feet. Baby, you got to go to work on my feet. That's how my <laughs> shit look and feel. <laughs> if you know, you know. I'm so pissed because I didn't crack the big toe. I'm just like, ugh, I'm disgusted. So yeah, I'm going to go get a pedicure for sure. Like, I'm going to tell... The my nail tech name her name is Kim. I'm gonna tell Kim, give me the works. I want give me the the package that come with the wine. That's the one I need. So I'm gonna go get a pedicure and I'm gonna go get the highest package pedicure. Cause honestly, I'm a press on girly now. Like I don't really do the nails too much. I got too many kids to be getting <laughs> to be getting acrylics every week trying to pop car seats open. So I'm gonna press on girly and I'm gonna go get me a good pedicure top tier. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to invest in this packet to help me with a project that I've been working on for my own brand. That's awesome. So those two things. You? 
So I'm too. I'm going to go get a pedicure. Yes, I need it bad. They gonna they gonna talk shit. I know it. It's okay. I respect it. Girl, go get uh, you a little foot mask before that pillow out of skin out that way. <laughs> that's what I said. I said I don't want to be that bitch in the mirror shop. I've, <laughs> I'm so far removed from those kind of days. I am not fucking eighteen. I don't do that no more. Um, so I'm gonna go get a pedicure one, and then two. After I register my car, baby will be able to get on on the expressway for real, for real. And um, I'm gonna find me like a little getaway type thing um i'm not sure i may go to austin i may go to dallas i don't know may even do it in houston but i'm gonna do um, like a little staycation in the state of texas for a few days just to relax relate and release i like that Um, thank you babe i appreciate it you're welcome you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) yeah um did you have anything else that you wanted to leave off with um, I just want to say thank you guys for rocking with us. You know, we're in season two, year two, and we appreciate the people who've been listening since day one. We, we appreciate the people who are reaching out to other people telling us that they like our stuff. So, you know, we appreciate it. Um, we haven't started the every week episodes yet, but we will get to them and we love y'all and I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Ditto, babe. You know, I'm down with what China just said. And uh yeah. We hope that you guys have a great day or week whenever you're listening to this. Um you can find us at Black Girls in Bloom Pod on the gram. And Dang, that was my line. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you take my Sorry. It's all right. I got I got it next time. I got next. Okay, okay, cool, cool. Um yeah, so <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening and uh Have a great day whenever you're listening to this. Bye, babes. Bye.